<laughs> you're listening to Going All the Way with Scott and Raina. That's all I have to say? Yeah. I go, yeah, you're, yeah, you, yeah, you're listening to... Yeah. Yeah, you're listening to Going All the Way with Scott and Raina. You like that? Yeah, you, yeah, you do. you fucking dirty. <laughs> I love the look. I love that. You were looking around the room. This is not a visual podcast, but I look <laughs> was smoldering. <laughs> that was good. It was smoldering. episode of going all the way with scott and reyna we're so happy to have you back we've had some unbelievable episodes recently and i think today's gonna uh continue that trend for uh, sure we have a very interesting guest uh but before we get to that i'm joined by my fabulous co-host reyna cahill say hello reyna hello ah oh, reyna it's very nice to have you here thank you yes. my voice is nice and raspy <laughs> if you guys listen to the last podcast i was coughing yeah, that not is speaking true. You're, for the you're, most you're part. Just, you're fucking everything up. I, I really need you am. To get healthy if you can. I really am. You're really sacrificing Maybe just a good dick in my throat would just <laughs> clear all this yeah, out. I mean, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I feel like I just said that, like, now you're talking, sister. <laughs> get in there, get that thing piped out. <laughs> Get a good pipe cleaner dick all up in there and just swish it around. <laughs> pipe <laughs> cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's new, Raina? What's new? Anything new? I want to talk about feet, Scott. You want to talk about feet? The good old potophilia. Let's, I think we're, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into the deep end. Why waste any I've time? I've got my shower because cap on. I have on. some questions about this. So again, Listeners, uh, before the podcast, we kind of sit here and we, we shoot the shit for a minute. And we decide, hey, what are we going to talk about kind of in our first segment? And today, the thing that was lobbed around was, was feet, specifically uh, foot fetishes. And I have, I, I, I almost want to say I have an interesting relationship with feet, but then that sounds like I'm overstating it a little bit. Like, I, I'm Don't not, be ashamed of, I'm not, of the I'm fetish. Not a, I'm not a foot fetishist, but I will say... I have had in my life times when feet were a breaking point for me. Okay. Right? Yeah. And before we get any further, I want to say we have a foot fetish expert. Now, I have no idea if he's a foot <laughs> fetish expert. <laughs> but but before, we just, before we just get all down and dirty with this topic, because we, we, have, the, we have the propensity to just, we, we go and we just don't know when to stop. Sometimes that so, is the case. So let's just, let's bring in our guest real quick, because I really want to hear his, his uh, viewpoint on this, because pre-podcast, his only comment was, my feet are disgusting. Uh, so, <laughs> they're disgusting. They're <laughs> joining us today, we have uh, a great comedian uh, joining us. Uh, he just migrated from New York City to make his permanent residence in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I've had the good fortune of working with this gentleman on a few shows. He's very funny. 
he's a great comedian, and he is a definite uh, bonus for the South. We're glad we got him. Fuck you, New York. We took Aww. him from you. Ha. Uh, but uh, joining us today is the very funny Jeff Greenspan. Oh, Say hello, you. Jeff. Hi. Thank you for that very sweet introduction. Of course, of course. Uh, I've known Jeff for a little while now. He's a very interesting person. He's a perfect fit for this podcast. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna we're gonna dig into Jeff and his personal history later, oh, as geez. you know. Uh, but first, uh, I just kind of fired the opening shot with like, feet are not important to me necessarily in a sexual manner, but however. I cannot be with somebody that has fucking ugly feet. Oh, like, then we're not going to work out. <laughs> I've right? had four bunions and I only have two feet. <laughs> oh, shit. I've had, I've, had, I've had two bunion surgeries. Oh, my God. Or, oh, that yeah. sounds painful. Yeah, they are. The recoup process is not good. I can imagine. So, and then I've got like, I do this gross thing to my feet. Like the bottoms get really callousy and then I take yeah. like a, a, a nail scissor and I cut, I cut the skin on my it's really gross. You know what's fucked up? Yeah. To you right now, somebody's <laughs> listening to this podcast going, they're jerking uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Oh my true. God, everything he's saying right now is just really hitting the spot. <laughs> hitting the spot. But they're not hairy. I don't have any hairy like toe knuckles or anything like that. Oh, uh, I, I have a bit of uh, a hairy toe knuckle. I will admit. I can imagine you have hobbit feet. I don't have hobbit you feet. You look like I'll you would. I'll fucking pull my foot out right now. <laughs> you should we all put our feet on the I'll table? Put my, no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Can we put a pin in that? Um, so, Raina, this was kind of your idea. So let, I want to come at it from this way. I, I think the, the general consensus from the public would be when we talk about foot fetishing, I would say it primarily leans like the thought process is male towards female feet. Which yeah. I'm assuming with any fetish, it can go across the board. It can be feet for anybody, male feet, women's feet. Right. But it seems to be like a little bit of a, uh, just like most of the sex industry, tailored more towards men objectifying women's feet. Uh, and again, I could be way off base. Jeff shot me a couple glances. What do you, do you have input on that? I what would just think? imagine there must be women who like men's feet. Oh, I, yeah. I, I agree. But what I'm saying is the societal, like what you see when people right. talk about it and like the majority of porn, I think is fetishizing women's feet. Yeah. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. Uh, and let's look at it from both angles, meaning, uh, starting <laughs> with Raina, have you ever had your feet fetishized? Like, do, do you, have you ever been with a man that was like feet, feet? Like, um, yeah, I've met a few people. Not skeet, skeet, but feet, feet? <laughs> um, I mean, there was some skeet, skeet. Uh, <laughs> on your feet, feet? <laughs> on my feet, feet. I did give a, I've given a, 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 foot job? a few foot jobs. A few. Yeah. Wait, is that where you jerk someone's dick off with your feet? Yes. yes. Wow. And it burns the legs. Like, it's just because it takes forever. And when you're not Brandon's used like, how do you think I got these hamstrings? Fucking, have you seen <laughs> these Do you put legs? the dick between your toes? No, just like I, I, between the feet. You know what? I, Jeff, that's a good point. I would imagine there's a little bit of toe rubbing in there because the gap between the big toe and the second toe, I think, would be enough to, to, to carry a hog. Yeah. To carry a hog. <laughs> <laughs> Carried a few Wait, hogs you, in my day. Well, uh, but, but I think, uh, again, I think what Raina's saying is like the uh, traditional like feet together, it your is arches create the pocket. Kind of, but the way I've done it most is kind of like foot on top of foot, kind foot of. Foot on top of foot. Kind of like that. Oh. Um, is, now, I have done... I have done the feet where like the heels make like you know like your kind of typical vagina look. You yes, know. the the yeah your your you uh, penetrate your, that hole. Yes. But um, yeah, it's kind of like um, 
it's I guess it would be kind of an edging thing, probably. It does take a lot it does take longer. Do they ejaculate on your feet? Yeah. Oh wow. Well, I mean, you know, it just, this? it's not just like they're like on, you know, they don't just skeet on my it's you know, it, it runs down typically. So. <laughs> well, okay. Because it's this, one of those good like you was know this by request? Did they request? They were like, Raina, yes. please do this. Yes. Or did you just be like, I'm gonna do this? Um, or have you done it both ways? No, it's always been requested because request. it's not something that I've been like, yeah, let me put my feet. Um, so were you instantly upon request where you were like, I don't care, sure, whatever. Or were you like, hmm. Yeah, I was like, sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I know that foot fetishes are like a thing. And sure. I mean, it's not the weirdest thing I've ever done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and I have had my toes yeah. sucked on and that feels amazing. Yeah. Okay, so feet, okay, feet as in... Uh, I guess rubbing mm -hmm. is one thing. Foot and mouth. Now, I will say... Disease? No. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. I've sucked on toes. Yeah. I've sucked on toes. Uh, at, okay. Basically, I was with a woman who... That was her thing. Mm -hmm. She had a foot fetish, but specifically for her feet. She liked her feet. She had... And here... She had beautiful feet. But uh, she was definitely... She wanted... She was like, kiss my feet, suck on my toes, mm -hmm. things of that nature. And honestly, great. it didn't... It didn't really bother me, but it, I think foot fetish is one of those things, like, you can get pushback. There are some people like, feet, gross. Yeah. I would never do that. And it's like, yeah, yeah but at the those same time. Those are people who have seen my feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's got eagle's claws. <laughs> <laughs> I only know one. Could you, per can you perch on top of the couch right now like a bird? Like a giant bird? Hold on. I'll put my arm out. Jeff just lands on his arm like an owl. I could probably do it. The visual of that right now is making me laugh. Making my heart smile. Is that doing for you? I'm not going to mention his name, but he has, or had, maybe he still has. I guess you can lose a fetish. My fetishes have come and gone, but he, sure. no pun intended, but he, he had a foot fetish and he specifically got a job working at Nordstrom's women's shoe section. To satisfy said yeah, fetish. Yeah, and he was very, very excited. Uh, uh, he didn't, I don't think he ever finished at work, you know, but like he was constantly turned it was on the, by. It was the buildup. It was the buildup. It was putting it was the, it was shoes the on women's feet yeah. and then taking the shoes off and touching wow. the feet and seeing the feet. He didn't really have to do anything sexual we, with them. He just wanted to worship them in some way. Yeah. That's I mean, neat. that makes sense. I mean, that. Uh, but also I think fetishization works in such a way. It's like you could not even be into that and then do that and realize like, oh, I'm totally into this. Well, I mean, the, the shoe like, industry in general fetishizes yeah. women's feet, right? It of changes the oh, absolutely. shape of your foot, these high heels. It's not a natural. Right. Well, I mean, and, and uh, fetish, again, going foot fetishes back, yeah. also go up the legs usually too. Like a lot of people that like feet are like, oh, I like your, you know, up to your legs and stuff. Well, up I to mean, your vagina. Then, up okay. to your yeah. vagina. Well, then you're breaking it down. Like you have the feet, but and then like you said, the legs. And it's like the traditional again, male comment of like, I'm a leg and ass man or I'm a mm. boob man. Do you mm. know what I mean? Oh, and yeah. it's like, then you have the people like, I'm an all over man. <laughs> like like yeah. whatever, whatever's getting thrown at me. It's like, I like that. Right. Uh, but it is, uh, I, I would normally throw myself in the category of I'm a leg, I'm a leg and ass man traditionally. It's mm. like, I enjoy a very nice leg up to a nice butt. And then uh, everything else is icing on the cake. But it's like, I have friends, for instance, that were like, I cannot date a girl that has less than a D breast. And I'm like, oh, they're gonna say width like, of shoe. No, <laughs> just a D shoe. Women's that, shoes that, are size this, different. This bitch better have wide oh, feet. She better That's have how gay wide, I am. I don't even know that. Feet. I need some wide ass feet. I need her to be stable. She's gotta be I need new her balance. to not be able to be tipped over. <laughs> 
but uh, I like, imagine I, I don't the whole <laughs> the the I I cannot date somebody that doesn't have a large chest or I cannot you know it's like exclusion based on one particular which I mean that would to me falls under that umbrella of fetishization of like he's fetishizing large breasts he can't have anything else mm-hmm. or in his mind he can't and like it ruins it if it's not so I, I think that kind of even though. That's such a normal statement by some men. It's like, no, man, you better have big tits, or like, it's not for me. And it's like, isn't that a fetish in and of itself? Yeah. You must have X. True, yeah. You Do you think I mean? some of this foot fetish, though, is does it bleed into a dominant submissive thing? Because kissing someone's feet. Or Ooh. it could be seen as a submissive thing. Point. I do definitely think that's some of it. I don't think that makes up the whole enchilada because, of course, you can have a multitude of reasons for whatever. Right, because I've done dom-sub stuff yes. where feet were involved. Sure. And I'm not into of feet. Course. Of course. But it was part of the but whole it was part of the ritual. It's part, yeah. of the thing. Right. it's part of the thing. Well, it's, again, some of these things, it's like when you have a particular, kind of like what Raina was discussing earlier or when what I talked about with a girl that she wanted me to suck on her toes and Raina had different men asked her to use your feet. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's not so left of center. Where you're like, you fucking weirdo, <laughs> you know, right. it's enough where you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Huh. I'll do that. Even if it's not your thing, you know what I mean? And then they're happy mm-hmm. and you get this residual happiness because you made them happy. I also, oh, I, I feel even... like, <laughs> if you pay also, wait, a... is that a thing? You're happy because someone else is happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other podcast altogether. I'm, is I'm a little selfish, apparently. Well, I have, uh, we don't have to get too deep in this, but I will put something out there. I derive major sexual pleasure from the fact that my partner is having pleasure. Wow. So, you have a very lucky wife. Yeah. Well, I, I, but I, I don't, I know that's not everyone. But it's like, does it not get you horned up when you, when they're like, you're like, oh my god, I'm putting this person in a state of just like, I'm just gonna take them. I was like, ugh. Well, I mean, as I get get older, I'm I'm learning that other people exist. That, what a, that's the truest statement I've ever heard. <laughs> Other people. Are I, for a long time, my, my sexual interactions were just elaborate forms of masturbation with other people. Sure. I mean, okay. they were there, and but yeah. it was really more for my gratification. Sure. And they were probably doing the same thing for me. This, yeah. These were somewhat transactional. I mean, well, without it, money. Well, but, it, know. It, no, I understand. <laughs> I you're, you're basically, you're both, you're both scratching an itch. Yeah. You're both scratching an itch. You're using each other to scratch yeah. that itch. Yeah, yeah. And it's like beyond the end point of we're both gonna. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like there's not really anything else going on. That's true. Yeah. No, I I understand what you mean. So it's, it's like an empty existence. I also I want to say I feel like when you pay a lot of money for a pedicure, you want a team. <laughs> you what? You want a team. Exactly. Like, you want, like you it's like it it's like they really appreciate that pedicure. It's like oh yeah, you know, hmm. twenty thirty bucks well spent. Have you been my with a man nice that's had a pedicure? Soft. Um, I tried to get my first one recently. I feel like I have. <laughs> what well, uh, they were too. Busy. Oh, I have. They I were have. too busy. I couldn't for you? get in. Yeah, couldn't your get feet in. were just too much. No, no, no. <laughs> as, uh, I tried to. Uh, I wanted to job. do a nice thing for my wife, and I was like, you know what? I want to go with you. Like, I'll oh. get a pedicure with you side by side. I think we'll enjoy it together. Oh, I've never nice. had one, and I'm not opposed to it. So I was like, let's do it. And honestly, uh, like, they were so crowded, and I ended up asking them, and they were like, basically during the pandemic and everything, like, it exploded. 
Wow. Like it's, I mean, it was already a busy business, but apparently like recently it's also, it's like been crazy because people were, it was an escape, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not on top of all the other reasons to get a pedicure. It was a, it was a, Hey, let me relax. Get my feet. Have you had a manicure? Uh, I have had a manicure before. Mm -hmm. Uh, weirdly enough, I had a manicure because I got trapped in the mall. Uh, I was walking through the mall <laughs> and you know, there's people that are like, Hey, come here, come here, come here. You know? And it's like, yeah, what, it, I mean, homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I don't awesome. know. they might not do this in New York, but here in the South, it's a big thing. I've seen it everywhere where you walk through the mall, women, especially. And they're like, excuse me, ma'am. Like what cream do you use in your face at night? And you're like, Oh, this. And they're like, well, come here. Let me show you this new oh, product. Have that. And they'll oh. do, they'll do this whole, they'll basically like do a makeover to show you that the product works to force you to buy it. Wow. Right. So uh, it happens with, I mean, I've seen it. It's very an industry pointed specifically towards women. Oh, my we have women that got, spray you with yes, perfume. Yes. My wife's got hooked a couple times with, hey, do you need a new hair straightener? And it's like this magic hair straightener in the mall. <laughs> and she's like, I've got to have it. You yeah, know, they're like, like the rainbow vacuum salesman in the mall. <laughs> in the mall. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're kiosks. So I was walking through the and mall they're... and it was basically like, I don't know why they said something to me because it, like, it seems like, again, it's not a, a woman only business, but something that would definitely be more apt to work on a female but the dude was like hey come here bro and he was like hey man your nails look a little rough you want me to fix that and i was like yeah i guess he said that to you yeah wow. and and he gave me he did one hand and i was like damn and like he did like he did the cuticles he you know the whole nine and then all of a sudden my right hand my nails were just gleaming <laughs> did, you get, did you get those long nails no no, no 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 nails he just but he he Claws. literally buffed and polished them until they were shining, and he was like, "Well, now, bro, I can't send you away with one good hand." And then he did the other, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> <I was> looking <laughs> down I, at I, his hands, like, and that nice. led me on a whole journey to kind of find out, especially in in the black community, it's like male manicures are like are huge. Oh, really? I didn't know are that. Are huge? Yeah, because it's kind of like. Uh, like it, it kind of in the in the black community, from what I saw, and this is just re oh uh, hey Siri, uh, is like it's a pimp thing. You know what I mean? It's like oh. your nail. You know what I mean? That shining nails and like looking good and everything like that. And then it just it stretched out into basically a sign. You've got money. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're very well put together. You're well kept and things like that. And then it's like like everything cool in the world, black people do it, and then everybody else does. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, it's disgust, my, the only thing worse than my feet are, are, my, are my hands. <laughs> so you're not a pedicure. And then my face. Everything is bad. You're not a mani pedi guy? Well, I bite my nails. It's disgusting. And, and, and uh, I told myself once if I could stop biting them for two weeks, I would get a manicure. And once I got the manicure, I was really loath to bite them anymore for a long time. It kept me off keeping them in my mouth right. for a few good few months. And then I went back. So every t if I can get to a point where they're clean and normal and I can go to a manicure, you'll, you'll, you'll do it. don't look at them. They're, ble they're, they're like gross. Well, see, again, this, uh, like all these conversations. But Raina no one has a hand fetish. Raina always picks good topics because they spiral out into a lot of weird. But do people have shit. hand fetishes? Probably. People have hand fetishes? Yeah. Of course. I guess you could put your finger. I put my fingers in people's mouths. Uh, I do that. Yeah. I've taken a finger. More than in, one, actually. And I had a finger in my mouth very More recently. than one? Yeah. At the same time? Yeah. Really? Oh, you mean like people? Or no. fingers on a <laughs> <No>. hand? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if you're Like Scott's on a lazy how Susan. How <laughs> they just <laughs> turn them around. I'm just like, you know what? No penetration other than my mouth. How many fingers um, can you um, get in your um, mouth? Um. Oh, man. I think the most fingers I've ever had in my mouth were three. 
Okay. I've had three fingers in my mouth. I feel like four is very aggressive. Like somebody, you were a bottom if you were getting four fingers in your mouth. Five is you're trying to finish me off like Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) Finish him. It's a fatality. But I may have had four once. Four? Maybe. I agree with Raina. Four seems aggressive. Three, three. Oh, it was an aggressive situation. Three is aggressive, but at the same time, like this works. Like because like three seems to fit, but it's also three fingers. You can also do the triangle. You can kind of tailor your fingers. Yeah. To make make them a little smaller. Because like I mean, the whole the whole point, unless you are into a super submissive thing, is not to gag the person. It's just to basically kind of get shut them up for a little bit. But at the same time. Who's getting more from that? The person sucking on the fingers or the person putting their fingers in the Ooh, person's mouth? Oh, it depends. Mouth? I like fi- I like a finger in my mouth sometimes. Like, like yeah, like <laughs> not like all the time, but it's like when that happens, it's like oh yeah, this. It's. But I think I like it. that it's. I like it. And I, I honestly, I mean, I can say my partner like it's it's definitely it's in the repertoire. It happens. All right. It happens. Uh, Do you like fingers in your mouth, Jeff? Huh. Uh, I don't mind it. I mean, I've been involved in a lot of dominant submissive stuff, and that does play into it. Sure. Right. You know, it's an overpowering thing. I, I think, think you just want to stay away from the fish hook. Like, <laughs> no, I've never been fish hooked. Have you been fish hooked? Um, in I don't in wanna, sex or just in general? I love you, Raina, but you look like you might have been fish hooked. <laughs> <laughs> That's really true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Now, our listeners are like, Scott, what an asshole. They're like, no, Jeff confirmed no, it. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's my big cheeks, isn't it? <laughs> Some guys like looking at my cheeks like, oh, what a fucking fish took her fucking jaws. <laughs> I'm going to get whatever's in there out. I'm gonna get- do not have sex with any man wearing a Columbia fishing gear hat. <laughs> do not do it. It's bad for you. I won't. So, so let's give it. Have you or have you not? Have you ever? I mean, probably. You're just like, so I, I'm much trying to think. Happened. Yeah, I like, remember. I mean, I didn't, I, I would have answered no, but you guys are like, you definitely look like and it. And I'm like, like then I probably did I? have. You're like, like, did I? You're probably <laughs> fucking I? right. I don't know. Did I? The last time I got fish hooked was by a man. It was in high school wrestling. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that was definitely a move. <laughs> are you allowed to do that? That's, that's a fact. You're not allowed to do it, but it happens a lot. Really? <laughs> yeah, weird shit like that happens. Honestly, it. it and that's when he found out he liked so it. Gay, all it's that frowned, it's frowned upon. But not necessarily illegal, but one of the things, though, they don't necessarily teach you in wrestling, but it's very commonplace, is a red eye. Do you know what a red eye is? No. Is that when you put in your eye? No, a red eye is when you take your fingers and you shove them in your opponent's ass. That's... What? What? Yeah. So it's like wrestling... Under the, under the uniform? No, 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 no. Oh. So wrestlers are wearing a singlet, right? right. So it's very tight. It's right. lycra. You know, it's like a leotard right. stuck to your right. body. And you're in, you know, I mean, wrestling, for lack of a better term, you're in a lot of uncompromising or compromising positions, right. I should say. Uh, and if you can do it with the ref, not where the ref doesn't see you and you want a person to... To get Buckle. off you to mm-hmm. give space, mm-hmm. you take your Have fingers you and you. Yeah, fuck yeah. You've had your fingers in dudes' asses. Well, here's the thing: you're not, you're not, your knuckles aren't there's getting not in really there because penetration, there's, there's yeah. material and everything. Okay. But the thing is, when you're not expecting it, mm-hmm. pressure on your asshole mm-hmm. in a non-like, hey, how you doing, kind of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will very buckle. Like, yeah. You. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very like I'm gonna. I have Even to when you are expecting it, your, I mean, bo- <laughs> your body's James Brown. You're like, kiss himself. You have to. Wow. Move. So uh, I have. Did you get I a? Did you ever get erect when you were uh, wrestling? Uh, no, I did not. And uh, the, 
Were you worried that you might? No, here's the thing. Because <laughs> I could have wrecked no. when I watched it. <laughs> no, it, no, it, uh, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It happens. Uh, it's just uh, bodies rolling around. Well, right? what so. I, uh, so, of course it happens. And you know what? I'm saying no, it might have happened. And you were like, what, 19? Because I wrestled for this? years. Uh, 19? No, no, I was not 19. How old were you? <laughs> I wrestled in middle school and high school. Oh, so you have erections all the time, even? Yeah, well, <laughs> so, yeah well, that's the whole thing. Is like, even if it happened then, you're not putting any connotation right, on it. Right, it's not it. a but sexual however, thing. However, all of that is definitely a timing thing. So, for instance, a guy uh, who uh, is, I, I don't want to say he's still a friend of mine just because I haven't seen him in years, but we had a relationship for a while as friends. Uh, and in high school, he was a year behind me, so he was a junior when I was a senior. Uh, and I won't say his name. But, uh, however, uh, during a weigh-in, which was very common to get nude, at a weigh-in, uh, he he got naked, and there were other <laughs> naked boys uh, in there at the same time, and he got full bricked up. Wow! Uh, and after that, his nickname was Woody. Oh, that makes sense. So it stuck. Uh, right. I, I knew a guy like whose nickname was Woody, and I'm years. wondering if it's for the same reason. I would have thought in high school his nickname would have been Fag. <laughs> if, he, if he was hard, if he was hard uh, with a bunch yeah, of naked uh, boys. Honestly, well, I, mean, I think in a normal situation, I agree with you. It might have been that way because we're also talking like we're talking mid '90s too. So this wasn't like progressive times, but in Alabama, it was more of a <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was more of a uh, since it was a team thing. You know what I mean? And it was a sports thing. It was more like, this is kind of like my teammate, my brother. I, 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 you know what I mean? Like that almost like in that setting is a bridge too far because that's going to fuck up the team dynamics. Oh, so it's sure, like, yeah, hey, that's Woody. Oh, that's you know funny. what I mean? Interesting. So it's like, that's the whole thing is like. I, Sounds I, like a dream. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it was like gym class and it's a bunch of random kids, it would have been. In the 90s, you're more than likely going to get the F-bomb lobbed at you because all you're you, hard you popped the, wood right. all of a sudden with a bunch of naked dudes around. But in, mm. in those, like I played sports, I played football and baseball in high school and it was like I had several instances where it was like I would take a shower naked and there were other naked men around mm -hmm. and uh, it was it definitely had a vibe of like that could happen I wonder who's seen more naked people men you or me <laughs> <laughs> you could be you could get hard but at the same time it's it's like even if it did happen uh, it, it, it would be such a weird dynamic if somebody just went in and you're like yo you gay you know it, it, it was <laughs> you know it's because it's like we all literally have to be around each other hit each other do all this shit all together so in the 90s it was more like Haha, look at you you stupid you got a boner and shit Woody your nickname's Boner. <laughs> you know, yeah. The last thing in, the, in 1994 is to go home and be like, I think my teammate's gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, it was just like, fucking, uh, man, Mark was such an idiot. He popped a boner today. <laughs> was it a nice boner? Is <laughs> it was a decent boner. Yeah? It was a decent boner. Wow. I also. What if I he mean, was just doing it to I a certain him. dominance? Yeah, right? <laughs> Alpha two of my best friends in high school uh, we, we played football together and like it was a running joke I mean it was like that's the whole thing is like, this is an interesting topic actually that you bring it up it's because like we didn't do that because it, it like one of our a senior he was my age and for years like new kids would come onto the varsity team and he would run up and he would put their dick his dick, their dick. He put their dick. He put their dick in his mouth. Like, welcome to the team. Oh, oh, oh. He put his dick in their mouth. No, no, what a welcoming. No. I fucked up. I fucked up. No, I was just. That was a joke. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, he would come up and he would come up behind him and he would put his dick on their shoulder or on their head. Out of, out of the pants. Yeah. And he'd slap his dick on their head and be like, dickhead. And we'd all be like, ha, ha, ha. Hey, yeah. when really he was like, yeah, I'll fucking put well, my the, dick the, on the your head. Was hard or soft? 
uh, soft. But oh, the okay. thing is, he had a 10 You got to get that good slap noise. <laughs> yeah, he had a 10-inch You can get dick. a good slap noise when Jesus. it's hard. He had a 10-inch dick. <laughs> what? Yeah, he had That's a 10-inch dick. Bullshit. Bullshit. I, I've, saw it. I've seen it a lot. <laughs> I saw it a lot. <laughs> I imagine Scott's like, no, fuck it, let me see it again. I just can't. That's enormous. No, it was a, That's an enormous way. penis. And, uh, well, here's the thing. The, uh, uh, literally, our quarterback, he was a defensive lineman. Our quarterback, he had a 10-inch dick, too. Huge. This is all what is Alabama? in the water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. huge. And the th- back then, see? it was like in the locker room, it would, they would, like, our quarterback would wear leopard thongs in high school. Like, he'd come That's to the hilarious. locker room and change, take off his pants and slide into his pads. He'd be wearing a leopard thong. We'd be like, what the fuck? Why was he and doing he'd turn that? around and be like, yeah, look at this shit. And <laughs> big, giant dick. Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was it, weird. <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud, it's like, it's weird. <laughs> I <laughs> but don't. But at the same time, there was no, like, nobody was like, hey, man, you're gay. Put your dick away. Everybody's like, that's hilarious. Wait, so you guys are hitting dicks on the head and wearing leopard leotard, <laughs> and no one thinks anybody's gay? Yeah. In Alabama? This yeah, is right. ruining all my misconceptions of the South. Because they're well, too afraid the, to say it. Well, they're no, too right. afraid it's there, true. There is a level of fear. There's a level of fear to it, but there was also no shit, like, a bit of the camaraderie of, like, we spent so much time together. We practiced mm. together every day. We did everything, and it was just, like, it Military just, is similar. It was, fine. it was just fine. It didn't be. It wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? It just I guess. Wasn't, it wasn't a thing. Because guys shower <laughs> Jeff, together, Jeff, like... Jeff is doubtful. Jeff I mean, I was like just that. so terrified of being gay that all these things that you were doing every day are things I wish I was doing. <laughs> Well, we were talking recently, and it was like, I don't know. I'm hoping in 2021, and, and again, I think this parallels with some of the things that we'll talk to you about, Jeff, is like that the stigma behind being gay, but not necessarily being gay, is just having a gay experience. Because I think a lot of people have had some type of gay experience sure, yeah. that don't want to discuss it. You know, it happened. Yeah. And they're fine with it. A lot it. of them have had them with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like then you have, again, you have that crossroads of like, okay, I, I, women, when they have a woman-on-woman experience, it's so, it's sexualized. It's different, yeah. Like, it's fetishized. Ooh, going back to fetishes. You know what I mean? And it's like a girl, I've done this a million times at a comedy show. You ask, like, have you ever been with a woman? They're like, I had this crazy time in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> that thing. And then all of a sudden, if you're like, hey, hey, dude, like, have you ever had a gay experience? Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, man. And people are like, oh, what? It's like, well, you got to. I've, I've had, I've had uh, sexual experiences with lots of straight guys who are yeah. legitimately straight, and they yeah. either wanted to experiment sure. or they were curious or they're uh, somewhere on a spectrum, yeah. and they've, they've been pretty chill about it. Sure. Only a couple of them have freaked out afterwards and yeah. said, you know, yeah. I don't know what I just did. Well, I, mean, I, I don't even think necessarily that runs ne- uh, into the category of, like, calling somebody, like, oh, you're bisexual because you've had sex with both experiences. It'd be like, well, no, I tried one. You get to try it, it yeah. I mean, if I have sex with a woman me. tomorrow, it's certainly not going to make me straight. Yeah, you know? yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, it's uh, yeah, I just think I'm hoping, like, some of that will be lifted. And it's, like, it's weirdly enough, in the mid-'90s in our football locker room, it was, like, the – Honestly, if at any point our quarterback turned around in a leopard skin thong with a fucking big old dick and somebody's like, hey, you fucking queer. Everybody would be like, whoa. Really? Why the f- What the fuck? Like, yeah, it was like that. I can tell you on of, Long Island in New York yeah. in, the ni- in, the, in the 80s, if you did that, that would have that been expected. You would have been called a queer if you yeah, did that. I, it was just weird that way. It was just like it just didn't happen. It didn't happen. And that's not to say like outside that bubble – 
there wasn't still like, oh, you gay. What level could what could what level of camp could you bring into the into the locker room before someone would be like, okay, maybe he's gay. Where do you draw the line? Physical (laughs) gay sex. (laughs) Physical gay penetration of another person or your man. We had shit like we had a player get in trouble for jerking off on the bus on the way home after a loss. Uh, and, after a loss, and, what did he do after depressed. a win? Yeah, right. He <laughs> was depressed. And the, thing, the funny thing is, we like we had a meeting after that. Uh, and long story is like our season had kind of gone into a tailspin, <laughs> and then on the way home, a couple of players were fucking around, and one of them was like acting like he was jerking off on the bus, and like this whole thing, and everybody got really mad. But not because he was like, oh, dude, you're jerking off about a bunch of dudes. It was like, are you not taking this seriously? We just fucking lost. He bro. was probably <laughs> using it. He's like using his tears as lubricant. Yeah. Like, my dad's going to be but so no, mad I'm, when I'm I get serious. home. Like, our like, whole that's conversation the kind of guy. is not like, bro, why would you pull your dick out and jerk off on a bus full of dudes? It was just like, why are you fucking around like this? Like, yeah. we just got our ass kicked. You should be somber. Because you don't know lost. how people cope, yeah. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all I'm saying is even then in that situation, nobody was like, hey. And I'm, I'm not saying all this to say like in 1995, I was so woke and so progressive. Far from the truth. It was just like, it was very weird. We were just in this particular bubble. We were just removed from the societal of like, oh, that's gay. I think it also it became a trend for a while. It didn't, it just, we didn't look at it that way. I think it came like it was a trend that came up for a while because it was kind of similar in school when guys would it was like a a fun teasing thing to act gay, like sure they would it was like, like a silly face. yeah it was yeah like gay face that's yeah. perfect Wait, gay face like like blackface. like blackface but for gay oh. Yeah. Like Jeez. they're just faking it because they <laughs> oh, think it's silly. Yeah. Like they I thought think there it's... was a gay face. That you <laughs> think. No, no. Actually, the reason <laughs> some, some guy on the subway in New York hit me yeah. up on Grinder and he's like, "Hey, were you just on the L train?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I saw you." I'm like, "Oh, I think I saw you." And I thought you were handsome, but I didn't think you were gay. And he said, "I thought you were gay." I'm like, <laughs> "Why'd you think I was gay?" He's like, "You got a gay, you got gay eyes." <laughs> I was like, "I worked really hard not to have gay eyes." So <laughs> I heard the term "gay face" actually recently because of that movie on, I guess, Amazon or Netflix, The Prom. Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, anyway, it's a musical. They did a, a movie musical, and uh, it's uh, like a Hollywood star in the musical is a, is closeted gay. Uh, and kind of comes out through the and James Corden played him, and uh, like the gay community was very upset about it because they were like, why wouldn't you cast a gay person to play the role? And then the, secondly, they were like, James Corden's <laughs> presentation of a gay person was offensive. It uh-huh. was, it, and they called it gay face. And I was like, oh shit! It was like it was a whole term for that. As like a straight person acting gay is the is gay face. Uh, and it was mean like, stereotypically wow. gay. Yeah, like yeah exactly. It was, it was a little bit over the top. A very like. But there are gay people who act that way. There are gay people that act. There that are straight way. people who act that way. There are straight. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I know a few very effeminate men mm-hmm. that are straight. And so, does so that mean that gay actors can't play straight people? This whole thing is ludicrous. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with you on that, but the thing is, it, it doesn't cut both ways. So, for instance, gay actors apparently. From the look of it in Hollywood right now, like it's fine if you're gay and you can play a straight role, mm-hmm. but they're lobbying for straight people should not play gay roles <laughs> because I, of the controversy probably that gay people have faced. It's kind of like well, it has a different past. No, it, it's it's the it's the shockwave of, uh, for instance, like a headline today was talking about Hank Azaria voicing right. a poo on The Simpsons. Right. So it's basically like in all these animation shows, they are now removing 
white actors or actors that are portraying characters that are not their color or race. So, for instance, it's like The Simpsons has went through and black, black characters traditionally voiced by white men are now voiced by black people. Apu is now voiced by an Indian person. Um, and on other animated shows, it's done the mm. same thing. People have stepped mm. back and been like, I will not voice that because yeah. it's not the right color. So it's just a shockwave out from that of, okay, if you're going to have a gay person, then why not cast a gay person? Because wouldn't they be a better fit for the role? Or people have even gone so far as gotten upset, uh, gotten upset as like Sia directed a movie. You know, the singer Sia? Mm -hmm. um, I called, like, I cannot remember the name. Um, it's something music or something of that nature. And in the movie the main character has autism. Uh, and she cast Maddie Ziegler, who is a uh, like 18, 19-year-old white girl, dancer, blah, 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 uh, that, of course, is not autistic, portraying an autistic person. And people were like, how dare you? Right. So if someone's a baker, cast. they have to be a baker. Yeah. If someone's a carpenter, yeah, right. they have to be a carpenter. Exactly. It's acting. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're, acting. you're representing people, somebody else. Yes, people were upset that mm -hmm. why would you take this time to cast... Mm -hmm. A yeah. autistic person to play this role. Have you have you met autistic people that are I impossible have. to work with? I have. I have. <laughs> That's why. And uh, <laughs> and Sia came out and like basically was like, "Look, we thought this was the right decision." Blah blah blah. And mm. then she got roasted for it, and it was just like an entire a whole. When you have a thing. specific performance in mind. Yeah, you I mean, would listen, want I, an I, actor or an act, you know, uh, I like think the, the biggest transgression uh, transgressions are like. The perfect example is Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Shell. Okay. Is that the one where she was Asian? Well, she, well, she was... She was supposed to be Asian? Kind of supposed to be Asian. Okay. So the thing is, is like a traditional like character that might be Asian would be casting Scarlett Johansson to portray an Asian character. Mm -hmm. Or the famous example, when that happened, it actually came out and like a name wasn't released, but there was a producer in the 90s that was like, we want to make a Harriet Tubman biopic. And you know who we want to play Harriet Tubman? Julia Roberts. <laughs> wow. That's, you know what I mean? And people were like, are you fucking on drugs? That and is it's the same ridiculous. Kind of thing. It's basically like, why are you trying to white, whitewash, whitewash or whatever right. it is? It's like, if the role calls for a particular thing, more than likely there's an actor that can play that type of role. Yeah. Right. And so, I get, I get what, what they're saying. The well, directors they want, well, they want representation probably for an autistic, an autistic person yes. and an autistic movie that makes, or a, a, a movie about autism. <laughs> but like if it's written a certain way, if they need a certain characteristic because they need every, it portrayed by every single person, yeah, every single person that yeah. has autism has something different. Yes. So for a written script, you probably have like a specific dynamic in mind. Yes. And it'd be a lot harder to find somebody with that specific yes. dynamic. Do you, you remember I mean? earlier when I talked about how we would talk about one thing and then and it, it would spiral? spiral out? Well, what if it's what so if it's the director's fetish to have white people? <laughs> Play we started with me, ended up with representation in Hollywood. Somebody, if you're listening, if you're a listener, I want you to please tell us, trace the six degrees of Kevin Bacon to see how he went from feet to representation in Hollywood. Okay. Let's talk let's, about the real let's, shit. Let's dive into our guests. So, oh Jeff, I, I think people have uh, more than likely picked up on the fact that you identify as a gay man. I do. You identify as I a gay do, man. I do, finally. 
Yeah, finally. Okay. 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. So he's, uh, Jeff is 50 years young. And by the way, if oh. you see him, Jeff does not look like he does years old. Thank you very much. looks younger than me. He's, oh. he's, he's very well kept. I'm 42. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. okay. We look good. We both look good. We do. I, uh, thank you, Jeff. Get out of here. <laughs> leave us alone for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll so. be stepping out for the next. <laughs> so, uh, talking to Jeff when we wanted him to come on the podcast, we were discussing, as we do with all our guests, like, what are we going to drill down into? What are we going to talk about? And kind of what Jeff just alluded to is Jeff is now a 50-year-old um, gay man, mm -hmm. but you didn't always openly identify no, that way. So let's start with, tell the listeners real quick, like when did you actually start living out as a, as a gay man? Uh, oh, geez, <laughs> living out, completely out, completely, completely out, probably... Yeah. 33 pretty late okay okay like in my professional life as well i think in my, <laughs> in my family uh and to myself maybe at 29 okay i was about to ask when did you to decide the, yeah yeah i don't i don't think i started like hooking up with guys so i was maybe 22 or 23 and this is back before the internet yeah. so i had to go yeah. on phone lines I and I didn't even have a cell phone, so I had to go to a payphone <laughs> and go on these, like, I had to find a payphone that would take so, incoming calls. So the whole thing felt, like, sorted. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. that's why and I am into so much fetish. Like, yeah. fetish. I think that's why I'm into, I think that's why. So it kind of felt like, I mean, we were talking about this a little bit, like forbidden fruit. Like, yeah, and I think that's why it, it's been hard for yeah. me to maintain before therapy relationships. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, sex to me was something that was done in, like it was clandestine and secret, sure. and if it was sure. out in a loving, functional relationship, that was kind of a turnoff. Yeah, you know, and so I, it's kind of destroyed a lot of uh, possibilities for relationships. Can for I interject real quick? I yeah. just want to say I said decide you were gay, and I know that I'm going to get reamed for that. <laughs> so I didn't mean actually decide. I meant like I when did you discover? So I just want to no, no, I, no. It was it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, actually it is a choice. I remember when I chose. It was a well, it was a Tuesday. No, <laughs> Well, no, well, I meant like actually, decide I, to no, yourself actually, is what, what, what it, in what, my I, head. I, we get what you mean because what you mean is the decision for you to live openly. And to act right. on it. Also, and also to act to on it. To be gay. Right. There was a long time. No one decides yeah. that. But right. You, you definitely. Exactly. You do. It is a, uh, I, I would say, a calculated decision to decide to be open. Right. And to who you share yeah. that also, with. Also, oh, I'm pretty sure there are people I know who are gay who have wives and kids and they just press it down because they want to have that normal. That considers a normal life. Yeah. So, right. you were, so you started to hook up with men when you were about 22, 23. Yeah. So yeah. do you remember, like, was it one of those things you kind of always knew or did it evolve as a teenager? Yeah, or? I think I knew, I probably knew when I was four or five. Sure. But, you know, um, I mean, I, I, I liked the company of, of boys, but that's kind of yeah. normal for a of four course. or five-year-old uh, boy. And even when you're very, nine or ten. Very hard to tell. It's, it's, um, very hard to tell. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, girls are gross when you're like sure. eight or nine or seven. Yeah. And, um, I mean, maybe people in high – maybe some of my friends from high school disagree, but I don't think I had very gay mannerisms or, or feminine mannerisms. And that doesn't mean – that being gay means you're feminine. I'm saying the the template that I had for what gay meant in I, the I 80s. I think everyone right. understands right. what you're speaking. The of. 80s and, I mean, is honestly, a different time. Right now, you you don't at all. Oh uh, yeah. No. Well, this isn't my real voice. This is my real voice. This is my voice. I want to speak authentically. No. Um, and so, but who knows? Maybe that would have been my. Maybe this is all an act. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I I just know that that in high school in the 80s 
in Long Island in the school that I went to, which was a pretty, it was still a pretty progressive town. It was like a, a you know, a liberal town. Yeah. But being gay was certainly, it was kind of a, mis- they were other people. And I think yeah. a lot, they were never your family. Sure. Or you. And for, at least for me, the messages I got about being gay came from TV and movies. Yeah. That's because I didn't have gay people in my family. And of course, back then, that was not a great message. <laughs> no, it meant that you had AIDS, or it meant that you were a criminal, yeah. or it meant that you were alone, yeah. or, or you were clearly someone to be derided, like the wacky neighbor from Too Close for Comfort. Yeah. Or even on Three's Company, when Jack Ritter had to pretend to be gay, and it was clear that the, the landlord was like Tinkerbell type of yeah. mannerisms, would, he would make fun of him. Yeah. So the clues and the cues were, don't be this. Yeah. And and I even remember and I remember thinking, well, you know, there was it was starting to become, you know, 13, 14, 15. Friends were hooking up with girls. I was still hooking up with girls, too, but I really wasn't excited about it. I was much more intrigued about I would I was more excited about dudes telling me about (laughs) their experiences with girls. So let me let me jump in there. So let's talk about, as we ask every guest, your first sexual experience, specifically Discussing penetrative sex yeah, it, in whatever form it. That is. was in college, and it was and it was not pleasant. <laughs> it so, was very anxiety producing. So, uh, uh, with girls. With girls. Yeah. So it was your, so you started you started with women. Yeah. You started with women. and I really didn't and and I had been able to, uh, I mean I was dating girls. Yeah. And then when it got to the point when and also it was a different time. It, I I think uh, there's a lot more sexual liberation now. I think it's very normal for straight young people to have intercourse. 16, 17, 18, yes. but you know, I remember being up at University of Buffalo and going on with being with lots of women. Yeah. Um, and when it got to the point where it was like, well, we're going to have to have sex now, yeah. you know, I would find a way to you get bail. out of it. You'd yeah. bail. Yeah, I'd bail. And I remember when I couldn't bail, when it was like, well, you know, I was like, all right, well, yeah. you know, and luckily when you're, you know, 19, you can just have a boner for any reason as we've discussed. <laughs> so it doesn't yeah. really matter. It's just a warm yeah. body, so that's fine. But yeah. And then it was just so anxiety producing. I remember thinking, well, the right girl hasn't come along yet. That was uh, the thing in my head. I'm yeah, like, I've, I've, I've heard right. that rationally. The right girl hasn't come along yet. And these girls are yeah. just, you know, uh, who's available to me right now. But eventually some girl's going to come along because people weren't treating me as if I were gay. The messages from the media weren't that I was gay. Yeah. Um, and I also remember, I remember being like maybe 13 or 14 and, Find, looking up homosexual in the dictionary that we had in our house, which was, you know, this was in, I guess, this dictionary was probably from the 60s. Mm-hmm. And it, it said it was a mental disorder. A mental oh, yeah. Disorder. yeah. yeah. Was, oh, I mean, honestly, it, it was that way in medical journals for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, so I was terrified. I'm yeah. like, oh, maybe I'm sick. Oh, maybe I'm... And so what I would do is just not think about sex. I would sure. just focus on so many other things. And, yeah. and maybe that's why I... I, I had some success in other parts of my life because I just focused all you're, my energy. You were hyper focused on other things. Other you know? Yeah. So how many women did you have sex with? Oh, like just two. Just two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, two. Well, I mean, that's a big enough sample set. Really? I think that really is. I mean, wow. I did other stuff with lots of. No, girls, of, uh, you know, no, of yeah. course, of course, yeah. of course. You're so, like, of course. I mean, you're a stud. Of course, you're getting blowjob. <laughs> well, no, I think no, he no. gave it a fair. No, what, what I think I mean he gave it a fair. The way you discussed it, I didn't want to. Like through high school, if you're not, if you didn't have actual like sex, you know, as we define it, penetrative until college. And as you said, you dated women. It's like more like, yeah, you fucked around. Like yeah. you had that. You, <laughs> oh, yeah, you I did lots of other stuff. Before, yeah. before, before that happened. Yeah. So when you 
Okay, so you had sex with the two women. Yeah. Was it was it woman woman, and before you kind of moved on, did you have sex with the two women, or did you have sex with a woman, and then maybe did you dabble with a man? No, no, no. It was just woman woman. Woman woman, 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 and then after that, then nothing. there was nothing for a while. Nothing for a while. And then it was like How I got long? I got to find a guy to do this with, <laughs> you know. So okay, so I guess that's what I was kind of leading to. Yeah. It was basically like you, so you 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 had sex with the two women, mm-hmm. and at that point, obviously, you probably had the feeling like I don't. I don't want to do this. Obviously, yeah. this isn't for me. Right. Uh, so, Although but, I'd like to do it again now. Sure, well, <laughs> I, I was actually going to get to that. Yeah. But I guess walk us through, if you could, like a little bit of the thought process. It's like what was, what made you finally take that leap and it's like I want to be with a man? Like, what, well, I was what? obsessed about I was. It was an obsession. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was the first thing I thought about when I woke up yeah. and the last thing I thought about when I went to you bed. And, to and not so much the horniness of it, of like what am I going to do with this pervasive thought? Sure. The, uh, at first, I'd be excited. I remember I'd buy like gay porn magazines, yeah, and I'd use them, jerk off, and then I'd throw them away in disgust. Okay, you know, I didn't want them in the house. I didn't want them anywhere. I didn't, you know, I didn't want any evidence of this being part of my life. So it was this push and pull of like being excited by it and then being disgusted by it. Yeah, and and thinking, well, that'll be the last time I'll jerk off about men. Yeah, or, you know. So, uh, and I didn't have any gay friends. I mean, and and you know, and also in. I, I, at least none that I knew of, mm-hmm. you know, there were some dudes, I think like, there were some dudes I would wrestle with and we'd wear yeah. sweatpants and they'd be hard, but they had girlfriends, but I was like, yeah, they're yeah. pretty hard a lot. Yeah. Every time that we, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Here? And who <laughs> knows? Up? One of them, I, I'm not going to say who he is, but he's yeah. not married. So it's <laughs> <laughs> been so, a long time. If you see me found, on Facebook, he, he found God. And I think that's a huge sign that, that he was gay. That's a huge sign. Yeah. Cause we ran into each other a few, like maybe like seven years ago. I'm like, Hey, what's up? He's like, Oh, I'm very, and he was a Jew. And now he like, now he's like a born again Christian. Gay, yeah. super gay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love, I love how that was presented. That was and, great. And so, and then I, so I, I to find guys. Yeah. Well, I, actually, can I tell you a crazy story? Please. Yes. All right, this is really crazy. Can you tell us a crazy story? Fuck yeah. <laughs> is really it crazy. even crazy? This Please. is a really crazy story. <laughs> so, I don't know how old your listeners are, but like this was, I guess. 1991 or 92. So I was 21 yeah. or 20. I was maybe 22. Yeah. And there was a, uh, and we, no cell phones, no internet really yeah. yet. No, no internet. Oh, no. And so I there may have been cell phones, but it was not normal for you to have one, you know, as a kid. And most of the dinosaurs were extinct at this a point. Few, but a few. There were still a well, few. The earth, the earth had just cooled. Pterodactyls <laughs> 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 were yeah. And, and uh, there was a magazine called Good Times Magazine. You know, yeah. And it was like, it would have concert listings and things going on on Long Island. In the back, there was a personals section. And you could, you would call a number and like, there'd be like a phone box. Like you'd, you'd hit like a code to leave a message for the ad that you liked. Yeah. And I didn't even have my own phone in my own room. So I remember I had to find a payphone that could take an incoming call. And I, which is it, in itself a feat because a lot of them won't take incoming calls. Found the phone number of this payphone, left a message saying, hey, I'm like 22 and I want to do this. And I, I described what I look like. You know, there, you couldn't share pictures. Yeah. And I said, if you're interested, call this number at this time. And I like, rode my bike to in front of a Roy Rogers. Do they even have that store? It, yeah. it's I don't know what that is. It's like here, a burger I'm shop. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. I'm familiar and, I wait, and the phone rang. Yeah. And this guy was on the phone. He sounded yeah. really cool. We talked for like half an hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. And I remember him asking me, 
like during the kind of, like we talked a little bit about sex, but it's more like, you know, he just wanted to make sure I was like a masculine guy. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure that he was, like that was a big turn on for me, that he was like a regular guy. Yeah. And I remember him asking me a lot about sports. He's like, are you into sports? And I'm really not into sports at all. But I remember being like a pot. Did like, you lie? No, I was like, listen, I'm not, but I'm still a cool dude. Like I remember that. <laughs> I'm still like, cool. I don't know anything about what I'm you're talking cool, about. Bro, and he kept bringing it back to sports and I didn't have anything to talk about. We talked a bunch of times, and we finally made an agreement to meet. And we met in a uh, parking lot, and he showed up with a really – he had an expensive sports car. Yeah. And he had, he had booked a room at a hotel, like a pretty expensive oh, so hotel like, on Long Island. He had some yeah. money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get to the hotel room, and oh, my God, I can't believe I'm telling you this. And I remember I brought baby oil. My, my, it was the first <laughs> – all I wanted to do was rub a dude down. Okay. Yeah. Rub him down, so, so, give him a yeah. massage, and be naked. You had an idea. Of I had what an idea. You I had yeah. this baby oil with me, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I wanted to jer- I wanted us to jerk off. Yeah. And I wanted to rub him down. Yeah. And he, by the way, he only described himself. I hadn't seen any photos. We show up. This guy is pretty hot and really in shape. Nice. We go to the hotel, and I'm like, hey, so so uh, he asks what I do, and at the time I was a cabana boy. Which is like a, a oh, a, of yeah, course, on that's a, awesome. Right on, oh on Long Island, I can and just I was, see him with a great tan. Sounds like right now he's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and I was down, I was <laughs> down from, I was down finish. from school, yeah. And I was, I was at my parents' house on Long Island, and uh, I guess yeah, I was twenty-one, I guess. And uh, I said, "What do you do?" He goes, "Well, I'm in entertainment." And I said, "Oh, are you?" Um, are you in movies? Because I don't really watch, I don't know anything about movies. Like, no, I'm not in movies. And I go, oh, are you like a singer or something? He's like, no, I'm not a singer. And I go, he's like, oh. And he goes, trust me, your friends know who I am. And I go, oh, do you sell drugs? I remember that. (laughs) And he he got really freaked out. He's like, why would you ask me that? I go, I don't know. I thought you were being coy. Like, you're in entertainment and all my friends know. He was like, all your friends do drugs. I go, in hindsight, you're like, it's 1991. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, we all smoke weed. He's like, no, I don't sell drugs. And then we we did what we did. Yeah. And then uh, then he asked if I wanted to stay over. Yeah. And I go, no, I can't. I I live with my folks right now. I got to go home. And the next day, I called him Mm -hmm. and he said, it's a really good thing you didn't stay over. Because the room service guy knew me. And I go, oh, you know a guy who works in the hotel? And he goes, no. And then I figured it out. He's probably a famous sports person. That's why he was asking me about sports so much. Oh, so I've been trying to reverse engineer who this could have been oh my that God. all my friends would have known. No. Who, who so lived to on, this day? I still don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Wow. So if we can so, find out. So, well, if you're out there. <laughs> oh, my God. This just turned into a true crime podcast. I love it. A true yeah. sex crime podcast. <laughs> we, have to, we have to find who this was. And I don't want to out the person. So, so let me ask you this. So because of the meeting and the, the style in which you met. He didn't want he, – he told me – No names? Yeah. No names? I don't remember his – I don't remember. Uh, you, you don't remember? He okay. may have – if he told me, he probably he, didn't tell me a real no, name. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. It was more than likely a – Yeah. Were you like, hey, I'm Jeff? Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I want you to find yeah. me in the phone yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I remember asking if he wanted to hook up again. He was like – he was a little annoyed that all I wanted to do was, was that. Like, he wanted to do other stuff. He had yeah. a huge dick, by the way. Yeah. So if any ball players out there or football <laughs> players, what, what are sports? What are sports? What are sports? <laughs> what are, sports or what, sports? Uh, uh, there's a lot. Yeah. Any, if you I played sports in the 90s ball. and you were all on the island and you had a big dick in a sports car and you met a kid in a parking lot. And, and a took kid? Him, and you took him to a Hilton on Long Island. Call me. Call me. <laughs> I want to know who 
you were, and let's do it again. <laughs> wow. I do I do a lot more now. I can was do the whole thing now. Was that, the, was that your first? That was my first. That was your first? Yeah. Okay. I love so, that he's And I was really bummed because I called him up to hook up again. Yeah. He's like, I got to be honest with you. I think you're really cool, but like, yeah. I really need to do more than what we did. I hear you. Like, looking so, back, this well, guy rented a hotel room so just to get jerked off. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like maybe he was like, oh, God, let's go to a museum. <laughs> oh, him or, or me? So, yeah. Me? No, him. Like, no, no he wanted I mean? to more do a... more sexual stuff. Oh, he no. wanted to do more sexual Oh, yeah, all I did you was met... jerk him off. Oh, I thought he no, was like, this guy was closeted. let's go to the mall no. or something. No, I remember we had to go into the hotel separately. Like, we oh. both went separately. He oh. told me the room. Like, I misread that. Yeah, totally. no. I, I, I correctly read it. I knew what you meant. So and he's like, oh, he wanted more? No, he didn't want to do Hold on. Hold on. He wanted I more. am a diehard romantic, apparently, because I was like, he wanted more, as in, like, I want you to meet my family. I want flowers. I <laughs> no, want the chocolate. the last thing you wanted. <laughs> he wanted, okay. No, I don't know who I'm it was. Sorry. Jeff, I'm I sorry. want the flowers. I want the chocolates. He wanted it all. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> he was beautiful. I want the let, candles. Let, let's ask this. So that was your first experience. Yeah. So what was the time frame between the next one? Uh, probably like two months. Okay. So it was like, so during that two months, did you, were you processing? Did you have any, were you? I was going back to other, other pay phones <laughs> and talking to other guys. So, so you were laying groundwork. It was yeah. just two months. Like to, that was like, a, and I think that's why to this day, like even on Grindr, yeah. I won't meet people unless I talk, like I'm very much into to, people's voices. I'm an audio, you need, you need to talk to audiophile or well, I don't. Yeah. Have you ever audiophile, met yeah. up with someone but, and you didn't speak with them beforehand yeah. And you were super disappointed. Yes, yes, ah. yes. And it's happened <laughs> like sense. on on like I used to. I tried. This is gonna come across like I'm a big homophobe, and and maybe I am. I but I'm, <laughs> I'm not, but I like I wanted to meet more gay friends, and I I, I rented a house for a summer in, in Fire Island, which is a gay uh, re- retreat in New York. And these really handsome guys would approach me. I'd be so excited. I'd see them come over to talk to me, and then they would talk, and or their mannerisms would be more on the feminine side and just for me that personally was just not it was like a non-starter and when I talk to my gay friends about this they say that that's homophobic and I've internalized homophobia but is it any different when someone says I don't like I'm not attracted to you sexually because you're bald or you're short or being a non-gay person I mean I can't give a definitive statement on this of course but I would say that just sounds like preference yeah that just sounds like preference because it's that's the same thing as like if I was, if I, if just offhand, if I met Raina at a bar and I didn't like the way she spoke, and I was right. just like, no thanks. And then yeah. all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no, it's just preference. I think it's preference too. Like, I'm, I'm pansexual, so I've, I've dated men, women, and transgender people. Um, I do like my men masculine and my women feminine, sure. just personally. Like, Look, but a little femboy is not bad either. I have is, put my hand in an ass, so there, yeah. there, there is still <laughs> room out there for personal preference. Yeah, the people like, for instance, like I, I, this has been a little bit of a hot button issue recently, at least with like the in the Asian community. It's like there's been violence against Asians, and that has come to the forefront. But then it also sparked this whole conversation I saw online about. Asians are like we're being fetishized. We're being fetishized because we're Asian. See, to make it fair, there should be hate crimes against white people who have played Asians. <laughs> See, then it would all come back around. Then no one yeah. would do that anymore. But again, but sorry. it's like it's I. I don't think at a at a base level, I don't think it's wrong to necessarily be like I'm kind of turned on because not necessarily because they're Asian, but it's basically how they look. They look, you know, you're like mm-hmm. I like that look. It's another thing to be like, I only want to have sex with you because you're Asian, or I only want to have sex with Asian people because then you're fetishizing 
the entire culture. So, I, so it's I, okay to fetishize feet, but not a culture. <laughs> you that, know what? Because everybody's got feet, goddammit. No. No, <laughs> Scott. Culture. No, Scott. I'm so sorry to my... Oh my God! To my are people who don't have feet. To my amputees, to my people. We just lost fifty percent of our fan base. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. But you know what I mean, goddammit. Yeah. So let me ask this, Jeff. Um, do you know your body count? Oh, it's it's high. Do you know? No, it's 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 disgustingly it's high. It's got so it's got because a, I did a whole lot of right just oral for like a decade. Sure. So that's like in the in the so high hundreds. You've had a permit. You've been promiscuous. Very. You've been promiscuous. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, maybe I shouldn't be saying any, this. Any regrets about that? Uh, yeah, yeah, there are because I think it, I mean, not on a day-to-day basis, but looking back, I think it was um, a lot of energy wasted. I think it's, it, 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 it ruined a lot of relationships that I was in because yeah. I was out hunting. I was very yeah. much interested in the hunt. And the catch really did not interest me. And I've caught some really wonderful men that I've been sure. fortunate enough to be in relationships with. One of them in particular, two of them in particular, I really loved. And my promiscu- promiscuousness kind of uh, ruined, ruined those Hurt things. That. Yeah, without so a doubt. How, how long is your longest relationship? Four years. Four years? Yeah. Oh, that's that's but a good not, one. I wasn't, I wasn't being faithful. You weren't, right? We oh, were just sure. together. But you were together. And we're still very good friends. Yeah. I love him dearly. Yeah. 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 I think he loves me too. Yeah. I'll probably wind up like the Golden Girls, like in a, in a house <laughs> one, together. One day. All of the people that we fucked one just day. in a house when we're... <laughs> all the people you <laughs> fucked in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So you're 50 now. Yeah. So you've been living open to everyone for about 16, 17 years? Yeah, about tw- yeah or from, 20 from years. Yeah. Yeah. About 20 years? Yeah. Um, what, how, what have you noticed between then and now? So oh. we're talking 16, 17 years ago. So let's go back... You you know, oh three, oh four, oh five versus twenty twenty one. How are you, how do you perceive your the societal viewpoint of you now as a gay man? Then oh, nobody cares. Now? You know, it's funny in my stand up. I talk about not being happy about being gay, and it's met with a lot of confusion because young people are like, "What? Well, this is you seem like an old crazy man. Like it's yeah. not a big deal to it's be not gay." A big deal anymore. So I have yeah. to contextualize it and say it's the media. That yeah. has made me feel inferior for being gay. Sure. And now that has opened up me to talk on stage about, well, maybe for you in the audience, it's not about being gay and it's not the TV. Maybe for you, it's Instagram or TikTok, and it's making you feel less than about something else about your life. Try to disengage from that because yeah. these messages that you're getting about who you should be mm-hmm. and how you should present yourself are, are generally false messages. Yeah. So for, 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 you know, to me, it's interesting to see. I'm glad that people have this acceptance. Yeah. But to me, there's also, um, and people might bristle about this, but it's wonderful to accept who you are. But there's this automatic idea of, of pride, which confuses me, like yeah. that you're proud to be gay. Sure. I understand being proud to be gay because you came through a struggle. Yes. I'm proud that I got through my Shawshank crawl through shit <laughs> to get yeah. to the other side. Yeah, Andy you should be proud of that, of that yeah. effort. Simply being proud... I mean, listen, it's great. You should be proud. I'm not saying anyone should not be I, No, I understand. You're right. saying be proud of your personal experience, not just the fact that you're gay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, any more yeah. than you should be proud that you're straight or proud sure. that, you're, that, you're, that you're from New York. or that yeah. you're, To me, these things are strange things a to be proud of. A lot of prideful people from New York. Well, they're, they're not accomplishments. <laughs> it's not an accomplishment it, to be gay. Yeah, you're right. It's, you're a, right. it's an accomplishment to become your authentic self. Yeah. And, and, I, and for yeah. someone else I, that no, might I, not, yeah. I, I, I agree with that 100%. Okay. I totally do. Um, so, so it bugs me when I see young people sure. being so prideful. 
Yeah. When they have not, when they you have don't fucking deserve it. Just the fact that they are <laughs> no. gay. Yeah. And then on Grinder, they'll say no yeah. one over forty. I'm like, fuck you. It's because yeah. of people over forty a, that a, you can even have this a, app, a, and that you can yeah. walk down the street holding a, another man's hand. Is yeah. there is so from what you just said? Is there a fair amount of ageism? In oh, the without gay question, community? and racism. I mean, if you open that's to uh, you, the racism I've yeah. seen highly documented. And this is, yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't have a bit about it yet, but one of the things yeah. I've been trying to work on is. Being down here in the South, I'm, I've seen a lot of Jesus stuff in the windows of businesses. Yeah. And I was like, huh, that's a little, to me at first it was very off-putting. Then I realized it's not too different than the rainbow flags up, up in New York. Sure. It's just something to bring in business because it's a lot of hypocrisy. The Jesus yeah. people don't live Christian lives and, or uh, for the most part, and the, the rainbow flag people, for an inclusive bunch, not very inclusive. When I open up Grinder, <laughs> tons of yeah. a, of the profile say no Asians, no, Asians, no, blacks, no blacks, no one over yeah, forty, yeah. no one not in shape. So yeah. we're inclusive as long as you look like us. There's a huge exclusion list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just touched on something. Um, what's it like? So you're born in you were born in Long Island. I was born in Brooklyn. You're born in Brooklyn, yeah, but and, so, I moved so when I was three. You're a, you're a real New Yorker. Well, somewhat. Huh. Yeah, when I, I mean, say that, you're born. In I was that? born in Brooklyn, but you're, I left yeah. to Long Island because I was in a gang okay. when but I was three, but, and then we, <laughs> we moved to Long Island. I mean, like you're a, you're a five borough guy. You're in the uh, yeah. I've lived in, in Queens. Yeah. I've lived yeah. in Brooklyn. I've lived yeah. in Manhattan. You're yeah. a five borough guy. I've lived in three of them. Yeah. Okay, and uh, and now you're here. Yeah, you are. Like, as I said at the onset, you've migrated from New York to Chattanooga, mm-hmm. um, which. This is a good time to mention Jeff uh, runs a great show in Chattanooga. Oh, thank you. Uh, at the, uh, you know, I always fuck this up. At this the, is Bode the Bode Hotel, at, B-O-D-E. I, exactly. I always say Bode. I'm not sure if it's Bode or Bodie. I've done it a couple times. It's a fantastic show. You were great, Beautiful by the room. way. Room. Thank you. Thank you for doing uh, that. Jeff runs a great show at the Bode Hotel, B-O-D-E. Check it out in Chattanooga. If you um, if you want to get tickets, can I, can I plug it? Of course. It's That's Bode Comedy, B-O-D-E, comedy.com. Yeah. Yes. Or if you forget, you can just go to that guy I met.com, even though you haven't met me. If you're listening, <laughs> you can go to that guy at met.com like that. and there's a link that's there. A good, that's a good website. <laughs> Thank you. And we have that's the show good. the first and third yeah. Friday of every month. And yes. We bring comics down from New York yeah. and comics from the comics South. Comics from all over the place. Yeah. Comics from Nashville, Huntsville. You know. So awesome. now that you've been down here a little while because you came down during the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, you actually, uh, I don't want to, I, I don't know if this is the right word, but like, you had a um, an established career in New York. You had a, yeah. a, a, a high profile <laughs> I did. job. I did. Um, which I, you know we don't have to say who with or what it was, but but you 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 changed your lifestyle considerably yeah. to come down here. Well, I, so, I changed it for comedy first, and then yeah, even sure. more to come down. Even here. Even more to come down yeah. here. So now that you're here, what are have you noticed? Like, is it night and day different between the way like you perceived as a gay man yeah. living in New York oh, to a living man. in Chattanooga? Yeah, it's well. I'm in Chattanooga, Just, which is a pretty progressive. Let's town. talk about through that lens specifically, I guess. Yeah. Well, Chattanooga is a pretty progressive, accepting. It can be environment. Yes. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't been. No met with Any no. No problem. Outside of Chattanooga, a little bit. A little. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, but Chattanooga seems very open and welcoming uh, to different ideas, and yeah. especially as a comedian, the audiences are. I find them to be more open-minded than New York, to be honest with you. Oh, I, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. So. Coming from New York to Chattanooga, have you uh, your um, your sex life, relationships, anything? How's that well, been faring? I've been still hooking up. I'm still yeah. having meaningless sex. Yeah. Um, grinder. Uh, g- grinder. Yeah, I haven't really. I've, been, I've gone on some dates. I've tried. Sure. Oh man, there's just so many broken people out there. <laughs> I mean, I can I, yeah. I've been on. I've been on some dates, and I and and at the end of them. 
I was like, I can't see how people do this. And then I go on Grinder and I get a blowjob. So. <laughs> okay, we've only got a few minutes left, but there's one question. Let me ask this. So, tell me, what are you looking for, Jeff? Let, let's just say, not in a hookup, let's just say if Jeff Greenspan right now, if we're in Weird Science, the movie, mm-hmm. and you're making your Kelly LeBrock right now, uh-huh. do, you, do you understand the reference? You yeah, understand? I, I know of course you, I do. I know you understand I'm the reference. Reina, Reina's like, I don't know what the fuck I don't about. understand the reference. But Jeff beautiful Is this, this Build-A-Bear? Is it like yes, Build-A-Bear? Yes, yes, yes. Right. That's what it yes. is. Okay, so, so if you're, um, if you're Bill, my age, it's Build-A-Bear. If you're Bill... <laughs> build a bear is actually still a good word if you're into bear. Oh, that's right, exactly. <laughs> they should do. Oh, that's a perfect. <laughs> that wow. Um, I, I we just, ju- we that. just launched a new you just business. Launched a new it's business. a great business. new yeah. gay dating website. Mm-hmm. So we're all if, going if, in. If you're gonna build not a hookup, but a man that you might be interested in having a relationship mm-hmm. with, what does that man look like? What characteristics? Well, he looks, looks like physically. For? Doesn't well, really no, matter. Well, no, no, no. I mean. Let me give a, a little bit of the physical if you have those, but also like personality, whatever. Like, what do you what are you looking for? What is well, I, I want them to be like very passionate about something in their life. It doesn't sure. have to be the same thing. I, in fact, sure. I'd prefer it if it was not comedy, if it was something <laughs> different. Makes sense. You know, um, that they have some kind of focus that they're that they're into, and I want them to be. I do think what you're saying mm-hmm. is extremely important to artistic people mm-hmm. because we give so much of ourselves to something that we need to see that mirrored in someone else. And I yes. also need to, them to be off on their own doing their thing because yes. I'm off on my own doing yes. my thing. Yeah, yeah. And I want to be on a team with somebody. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I want them to be you know, in, in shape to some degree because I think taking care of your body, even though I've gained a lot of weight down here, I think taking <laughs> care of your good. body is yeah. also just a way of saying that you respect yourself of course. to some degree. Of course. Um, I, I am attracted to, to masculinity. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not particularly interested in whether they don't need to be creative in the same way I'm creative, but I want them to be creating something, something, something in their life. Um, uh, and you know, I want to be someone, someone who's like open-minded and adventurous. I'm, I'm always doing weird, strange things and I would like them to get on board if I have an idea and I, I want to get on board with their ideas too. Like if they have a crazy, it doesn't have to be crazy. Even if it's just like hiking in the, in the woods or camping or something like you that. You want to be able to throw your support behind them. Like you, without they'll question. hopefully throw those support behind yeah, you. Yeah, without question. And, yeah. you know, when it comes to monogamy, I mean, I haven't had a really great track record. So I, I, I understand that recreational sex is a thing. And sure. as I get older, it's waning. It's starting to wane. Sure. You know, I'm 50 now, so I don't but need it every day. But maybe somebody that's open to more of an... Maybe, maybe, maybe but I say that only. Be, I say that through the selfish lens of what I'm going to go off and do. Then I have to think about: <laughs> Am I going to be okay with what they're going to go off and do? Sure, so sure. maybe not. Maybe scratch that. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, if you meet any of those criteria, Jeff Greenspan at the boat. Yeah, hotel. go to that guy uh, met dot com. <laughs> that guy met I should just get that guy I want to meet dot com and on that one. <laughs> the guy you want to meet. Uh, I will say. I think uh, there's a lot more to cover with you, so we might have to have you back for oh part two. Oh, my goodness. Two. I would love to come back. I think we That'd need a part two. But we didn't even talk about feet as much as I thought we were going to. <laughs> you know, because, uh, he's not because, done talking about feet, Scott. we got into representation in Hollywood, which we I did. think is far more important. Than <laughs> 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 but in, uh, in our closing moments, Jeff, we asked this of all our guests. If you could go back, and I think you've had an interesting journey in the fact that like, I, I've known... I've had several friends that are uh, that identify as gay, and like everyone is so different to a point. Some of them were like, I knew when I was 15, I came out, boom, right then. And so you know, whatever the journey is, but it's like you 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 knew, you internalized it, you came out later, and how how that's formed you, and it's made you who you are now. 
which uh, I think Rana can agree. We think you're great. Oh, yeah. Um, I think you guys are great, too. So if you could go back now and tell young Jeff. 15-year-old Jeff. What, whatever age, Jeff. If you yeah. could go back and, and, and like, if you're, if you're, if you're <laughs> Doc Brown and the DeLorean, you're like, I'm going 15. I'm get, going 19. I'm going 24. I do get that. <laughs> whatever it is. What, what's the message that you wish you could go back and let that person know? But also, how could that relate or, or what message do you want to give our listeners to like, you know what I mean? Like what, well, what what's I, mean, the, I was really what's terrified of how other people would perceive me. Yeah. I was just absolutely terrified of it, that I would be letting people down, people that I loved and people that I haven't even met. And, um, you know, you, you really only let people down when you, when you aren't yourself, Yes. when you are pretending and performing for other people, then you, no one ever really gets to experience you and you don't really ever get to experience them because there's a shield between you and these other people. Yeah. So I wish I could have gone back and say, hey, you know, you, I may have lost friends and maybe I would have even been bullied or harassed, but what I probably would have gained for it was, was more authentic relationships with people at an earlier yeah. age, which would have set me up for a, a platform to have probably a happier life earlier. Sure. So to younger people now, I mean, it sounds like we live in a culture where being gay is much more accepted, but there might be something else that society doesn't, you know, isn't happy well, with. Cl- cliches are, are true for a reason. And I mean, it sounds, it's basically live your truth, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. remember that whatever life you're surrounded by, I mean, like I, I lived in a somewhat small suburban town and I know there are small towns here in the South Wherever you live, it's not the whole world. And you can eventually get up and go off and and create. If your family isn't supportive, you can go off and make your own family. If your friends aren't supportive, you can go out and create new friends. You can make whatever life you want. Yeah. And I was going to say life is really short, but at 50, it feels like it's dragging on. (laughs) But life is is short, so you should try to have some fun with it and fuck with it and experiment with it and and fucking – Make the life that you want to have. Awesome. That is a great message. That is good. I do like it. Right. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. Thank we you, really bro. appreciate it. And I, I'm serious. We will have you back. Cause I think, I will, and we can talk about we those a, places I yes, work. Yes. How they've destroyed democracy. We need democracy. a second bite of the apple <laughs> with Jeff. <laughs> But, uh, guys, Jeff's talked about it. You can check him at uh, thatguyimet.com. Uh, yes, sir. Um, what's your socials? Oh, I think I'm in my social security. <laughs> you can tell us that if you uh, want. On Instagram. All those links are at thatguyimet.com. But if you want to go right to Instagram, it's yeah. at G-SPAN, G-S-P-A-N. And on Twitter, I'm at Jeff Greenspan. And on Facebook, I'm facebook.com slash Jeff Greenspan. And all those links are at thatguyimet.com awesome. as well as a link to get tickets to the show. So check Jeff out. If you're in the Chattanooga area on the first or third Friday of the month, check out the Boat Hotel. It's a fantastic show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Raina. Another good episode, I think. I think it was amazing. Do you have anything? You have any sign off? Do you want to? Anything you want to toss out there? Jeff, it's super fucking brave. I'm just saying. Oh, like what, it, moving down here. <laughs> I. That too. You know how Alabama <laughs> feels about the gays, and no, <laughs> no. Honestly, it I work hurts for the tourism feelings. board now, and that was—I <laughs> don't like that. <laughs> it makes me really sad that you grew up feeling ashamed of who you were yeah and i think it's super brave of you to oh. fucking live your truth and i think yeah. that that's amazing oh, and you had you. great advice for everybody and you're right advice. yeah you're yeah. right like you know people you know before millennials believe it or not guys we're not the only ones you know they paved the way so yeah so Thanks. show some respect to your elders. Yeah. Fuck an old true. person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the best sign off we've ever heard. That is so good. Uh, 
right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Jeff Greenspan. Thank you to my fabulous co-host, Raina Cahill. Guys, please rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back with more excellent content here on Going All the Way. We love you. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. Stay horny, my friends. Stay Bye. horny. Thank yes. you. I'm excited Bye. that we're all going in on Build-A-Bear. <laughs> <laughs>